Hi. Hi. And welcome to the very first Sex, Death and podcast. I'm Paul Weisel and I run a company called Death. And I'm Steph Healy and I'm a psychotherapist and a sex educator. Steph, before we properly kick off, why are we doing this podcast? So we met last year when we both gave TEDx talks on our respective expertise, sex and death. And after chatting, we realised that our conversations are the kinds of conversations that more people should be having. Because while sex and death affect all of us, I mean, they're literally the start and end of life, right? Most of us will do anything not to talk about them, which is causing some major problems. So they're very big, emotive subjects. And because of that, things can get really deep. But we feel the best way to spark a conversation is to approach it in a more casual way. So while we hope people learn a thing or two from this podcast, this thing is definitely not supposed to be what you'd hear on BBC Radio 4. So we want you to expect the sort of conversation you'd hear down the pub. But if we know what sex and death are, what's the and, Paul? I'm so glad you asked that stuff. I know, it's like we planned it. Well, the and in sex, death and is the theme. So each podcast will explore a new theme and discuss it in regards to sex and death. So, for season one, types of themes we'll be exploring are sex, death and the Victorians. Sex, death and video games. And sex, death and 80s films. But to give you a taster of what you can come to expect, we decided to record a point zero session to whet your appetite. To get you wet ready for the very first episode, Sex, Death and Valentine's Day, which is coming next week. So, enjoy this introduction to Sex, Death and Us. <laughs> Steph, starting us off for the very first Sex, Death and podcast, you're going to talk about sex, but what part of sex will you be talking about? I'm going to talk about sex from the beginning. So when you first start learning about sex. Right. Okay. So nowadays, we're in 2020. So kids probably learn about sex from the internet, probably from porn. But when I was a kid, I learned it from like hearsay and ridiculous things. So I was, first time I heard what's the word sex, I was about six, and I had a friend, and her brother was a lot older, he was like 12 or 13, and he said, he told us that, oh, do you know what sex is? Sex is when um, two people kiss lying down. Right. And I thought, right. That's fair enough, if you're six, that's a good description of sex. But, but I, I, at six, people are kind of cuddling and kissing you, and like, do you know what I mean? Like my, my parents and my brother and sister, when I was having my my bedtime stories, used to kind of cuddle and lie down and kiss me. So in my head, I thought, cool, I've had sex then. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I kept that to myself, thank <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Imagine going into school the next day. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, I've, I had sex last night. What? I know. Stephanie? I didn't quite, I mean, I li- was li- lived in Abu Dhabi, so I don't think they really cared. <laughs> Surely they really cared out there. Maybe. Especially yeah. like, no, I had sex with my mum last night. I know, yeah. And my dad, and then my brother, and then my sister. <laughs> so bad. But then the following week, he had stepped up his game and said, no, no, what sex is, is when you lie down and you kiss and you're naked. I think he might have added being like, one of you has to be on top of the other. So he'd obviously see, he'd seen something. So he's doing his research and he's feeding it, it down. Yeah, feeding it okay. down to the, you know, in the hierarchy. Um, but then, then he, yeah, and then he went to boarding school. So he left Abu Dhabi and went to, like back to the back to the UK. And so I didn't see him for ages. So then all of all of that information stopped. So I didn't hear anything then until I was probably about ten or eleven. And I don't know why I was snooping in my brother's 
room. I shouldn't have been doing that. I don't know what I was looking for. But I found a filthy magazine that was two two women who were dressed in Oktoberfest clothes. What do you call them? What are they called? Lederhosen. Um, doing like really filthy things with champagne on a pub bar. But it was it was lush. I remember looking at it and being like, oh, "God, this is this is amazing," and stirring something. And I'd only really felt that stirring when I watched Labyrinth with David Bowie, thinking like I feel something. I don't know what it is. Stir- okay, something stirring. Right. You know? So not in like a Hubble bubble. Sort not of a Hubble bubble. Sort of stuff. No, a bit like as in like probably can't ask my mum and dad what this feeling is. So yeah, so I saw it and I've I've looked at it for ages and then I hid it in my drawer. And then I think I went to school. I didn't tell anyone about it. I was really, I remember thinking this is, I shouldn't be looking at this. And then a couple of, maybe a couple of days later, I went into the drawer to look at it and it had gone and it had moved and it had gone back into my brother's thing. So you, what, your, your brother had? No, he was a student. He wasn't there. So it was my mum. So my mum had found it. So your mum was it. looking for your brother's porn as well? I think my mum was probably just putting my pants away because I was like 10. She'd done all my washing and she'd put my washing away. And she found... And she found an erotic lesbian magazine in her 10-year-old daughter's <laughs> chest of drawers. And then she probably moved it, and she probably moved it back and put it in the correct place of where I'd actually found it. Oh, imagine a reaction as well. Oh, Lynn, my, my, my cute Lester. little Steph, she's so wonderful. I'm so happy that I can go and do a laundry for her no. and put it away. And- <gasps> she 100% didn't feel that way about me because I was horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was the first time that I had discovered what actual sex was uh and well how did no because that's neither of those are actual sex are they how did you no just like a little little bits of info okay when did you actually find out what actual sex was um i mean i didn't i didn't have sex education really i got so in so i got told if i was going to have sex i'd need to use a cap so my, that's what my nurse told me. Might put a baseball cap on. Yeah. You know, because you've got to look cool. With those terrifying caps. So I was in year eight, so I was like, what, 12? I didn't know what it was. Right. And But the, then then the only reason that I learned what sex was is because I found out, because I watched American Pie. I'm pretty sure that's pretty much how we all... Yeah, basically you know, American Pie. That yeah. was it. And Thank we all God. discovered that the way to have sex is to get a big apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> From Costco. I'm sure you're thinking it. <laughs> Yeah, and that's basically that's what I found. And then, and then, because there was like a, there was loads of loads of films that were like that. So there's Road Trip and all the other ones. Oh, I, I yeah, yeah there's loads all at the same time. All classics. All classics. Yeah, I love them. Uh, so yeah, that's how I first found out about it. How about you? How about me? How yeah. did I first find yeah. out about sex? I can't remember. I I genuinely can't remember. I. Um... <laughs> I remember having a conversation with my friend Jack. Jack is my oldest friend. I've known him since I was two. And I, we clearly kind of knew what sex was. Mm. But we knew that to have sex, <laughs> something has to come out of the end of your dick. You. Right? <laughs> and, I, and we were really confused by it. I remember we were walking through the school playground, chatting away. And um, so, we, so basically we knew there was a concept of basically coming, right? Yeah, so yeah. you have to do that. And that meant sex. Yeah. Um, but I remember talking to Jack and we were saying, but what if you don't need a wee? Because we were thinking... <laughs> You're <not> slighted. <laughs> we were thinking, but to have sex, it means you have to 
we inside some need to, need to have some <laughs> Remember Jack saying, just need to drink a lot of water then. <laughs> <laughs> we were being really pragmatic about it as like 11-year-olds or something ridiculous. Um, and then actually the first time I properly saw um, the sort of images that go around the internet that go on. Because we, I was the same as you, we didn't have sex education. Mm. Well, we did, we were supposed to, but it kept getting... Um, cancelled or there's one time our uh, tutor uh, Mr Stearns he was brilliant but I think he got a little bit uh, embarrassed about talking about it so he actually turned around and said well you guys know all this anyway from the internet (laughs) 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 which actually was true because my friend Adam um, we used to go in Adam's house and I love Adam so much one of my closest friends and his older brother introduced us to you know much like you with your older siblings but his older brother knew all of this stuff, mm. and he introduced us to a website called steakandcheese.com i've never heard of that uh, you, you don't want to look yeah, in fact I'm, hopefully it doesn't even exist anymore but that was that was horrible like so, a blue waffle thing yeah really. oh. yeah just like a blue waffle so i felt like i was like thrown right in with the sharks <laughs> at that point like nothing could shock me yeah. from that point onwards Oh, well, that's such a shame, mm. isn't it? That's the, that's the education that you got, is this huge, like, kind of rotten effect that you you just get bombarded with these really horrific things. It's terrifying. And especially Ooh. that I clearly spent years just thinking you need to wee inside people. <laughs> <laughs> when did you realise that you weren't meant to wee inside people? I cannot remember. I cannot remember, but my um, first girlfriend I had sex with at 17... <laughs> She was very surprised. Really? I'm joking. <laughs> so you were 17? When, when I just put down the plastic sheet <laughs> yeah. and she's like, why? And then just I... going downing loads of water. And yeah, <laughs> put out the paddling pool. <laughs> um, oh, no. When, okay, straight back at you then. So similar thing. Um, do you remember the first time you saw porn? Yeah, I do. So aside from the magazine, which I don't really class as porn, because I think it's just kind of an erotic mm. magazine. So the first time I found porn um, was um, I found um, I found a VHS. Well, I found four VHSs that were blank in my in my dad's study. Oh. Yeah, in um, in this huge filing cabinet. And my dad's very very organised. So he's got he's got this 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 file which has got tax returns and all these receipts and I don't know why I looked in there but I found these four rogue VHS tapes and I just knew and I knew and I was probably about I was maybe about 15 or 16 and I just knew and I thought when you go out I'm definitely looking at this and they went out what was it it was actually looking back on it I think 80s porn is so much nicer yeah it's so much nicer there's full bush and I love that and also, there was, the, and it's just, it's also so much more, I just think it's so much more erotic and so much, so much nicer. Who is that at the door? Yeah. Oh, it's a plumber. It's just I don't remember ordering you. It's gentler. I just think it's quite sweet. Okay. So I found it, I picked one up and I put it, put it straight in to the VHS. My mum, my mum and dad had gone out and brother and sister didn't at home. I put it in and it was... Just it was a, like a man and a woman who were very normal looking, so no kind of massive like massive boobs and like massive schlong or anything like that. 
and he was going down on her for ages. She's having a great time. And then they had sex and it was really nice. But I remember being like, this is great. I love this. This is wonderful. What a great thing to find. And so, yeah, so I found that. And But we, but again, we didn't have the internet, so I couldn't look it up. I knew that I probably could find it if I had the internet. But the only place I had the internet was at school. So I just put it back. I rewound it to the exact minute that I found it and I put it back. That's meticulous. Yeah, meticulous. But I put it back and I obviously didn't put it back in the correct order. <gasps> so next time my parents went out, I went to, went to find it, opened it up and they'd all gone and I've never found it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gutted. I was like, oh, damn it. And I thought that's so... Because that was it. That was it then. Because my dad was not going to get the internet anytime soon. Have you same. ever had that conversation with your dad? No, but of course... But he knew it was me. Oh, yeah, of course. He knew it was me. And I don't... But I... Really, I mean, maybe it was my mum. I don't know. But, but either way, <laughs> they've got... Just like, this house of porn. I know. And probably just looking at me and being like, what have you become? Stephanie, you're putting your porn everywhere. Not in your father's cupboard, please. human, I know. So, yeah, but I never found it and I was gutted because it was great. I remember looking at it and being like, this is wonderful. This is, um, so I have a very similar story. So my friend Adam that I told you about with the older brother. Yeah. This is, so I can't remember what movie it was. It was something like, it was something like Road Trip, but Mm. there's a scene in it. um, It's basically, my friend Adam used to share a bedroom with his brother Mm. for a certain period of time, uh, for a couple of years. And we were a little bit older. We were about 14, 15. We're just in there chatting away. And I just remembered a scene from this movie. Mm. And I said, Adam, I bet there's <laughs> porn under your brother's mattress. Mm. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, no, I bet there is. I've seen it in a movie. I've seen it. <laughs> so oh, I just pulled up the mattress. And we were expecting <sighs> magazines or whatever. Not that we wanted them. We just thought it'd be funny. Because you could yeah, you'd tease funny, about funny, it. funny, funny, funny. But it wasn't. Mm. There was just a blank, black VHS tape. A bit like yours, but it wasn't a stack of them. It was just one the best, lone the best tape. Oh, the finest, right? So both of us, it was like something out of a movie. We just look at each other. Our eyes go wide and we grin, right? So we, we, we take this tape and we pop it in the VHS player. And it, it, it clearly it got stopped and uh, very abruptly because quick as a flash, just going, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh my god! And it was really up loud, so we're there laughing. So Adam and I, we're laughing like, "Oh my god, what is going on here?" His mum comes upstairs oh no, and she's like, no, "What no, are you no, two no. doing?" Because oh all god. she hears is grunting and laughter. So she's—I don't know what she thought we, Adam and I were up to. She walks in, and just the scene was probably better than she was expecting. <laughs> shall we say. And she sees Adam and I both fully clothed <laughs> And then there's just this thing on it. She's like, why are you Whoa. watching this? This is disgusting. We're like, James, this, it was under his face. It was under his face. <laughs> she just looked at us. It was really neat, actually. On reflection, it was so good. She just calmly just went over, stopped it, took it out. She goes, was it under the mattress? And we go, yeah. She pulled it up. She put it under and goes, oh, don't talk about that her. again. Bless her. And that's how I first saw Paul. She's like mother of the year. That's wonderful. I'd like to think that I would be that cool with my kids, the kids that I have not yet had. Yeah. Yeah, you'd like to think you are, but I still think I would just you'd, be like, yeah, no, you don't, you don't have sex until you're 23. <laughs> yeah, and you not know? in my house. Yeah, yeah, or until you're married because Jesus says. I'm not even religious, <laughs> but I think I would become religious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Seth, we yeah. are out of time on okay. the sex stuff. We need to talk Damn. death. Let's talk about death. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, so Paul, we're at the first podcast. Yeah. What are you going to talk about for your death part? This has been really hard to figure out what to start with mm. because death is so big and ubiquitous that it's, we could talk about anything. Mm. You know, absolutely everything can relate back to death ultimately. And I mean, it's the one big thing that we all share. Mm. It doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, what your bank balance is. We're all going to die. Mm. I mean, at least until Gates or Bezos figure out how to solve death. And we are fascinated by death. Honestly, we are. Just just think about like action movies. You know, mm. every action movie you've ever seen, the bit that makes it really exciting is the fact that The Rock might die. Someone might die, yeah. Yeah, there's a big explosion. Oh my God, are you going to come out of it? Oh, they do. Now, you know they're going to. Mm. There's always that, that bit of they might die. Yeah. And you don't want them real. to because you love them. And it's the same with video games. I mm. mean, almost the majority of video games, it's either about killing an enemy Mm. Or it's about avoiding being killed. So unless it's Tetris, um, you, you try not to get killed. So think of even like Super Mario Brothers, right? The whole aim of Super Mario Brothers is to not just get Peach at the end from Bowser and win mm. and and, uh, and win the the game, but it's to get to the end of the level without dying. That's life. It's that's life, right? <laughs> just get to the end, don't die. But don't die too early. <laughs> don't die too early. <laughs> Success. <laughs> yeah. So because of that, it's been really hard to figure out what it is that I want to talk about. But I figured I would start with a question for you. Okay. Steph Healy, mm. how would you want to die? Okay. How would I want to die? How would you want to die? Now, this question goes around a lot. And actually the uh, a common response, and it's probably the exact right response, is... I'd like to be surrounded by my loved ones. I'd like to, you mm. know, die peacefully, not in pain, and ideally in my sleep. And I'd like to be surrounded by people that I care about. Now that is, that's perfect, actually. That's, that's really idyllic. Mm. But I know you, and I've got a feeling <laughs> <laughs> you would want something very different. Oh, so, you know me so well. <laughs> exactly. So I want to know, Sefili, how would you want to die if you could choose how you died? I would choose to come and go at the same time. <laughs> so I feel like I feel, I feel like you probably would say that as well. I want that's what I want to do. Sorry, sorry. You want to? <laughs> I want to have an orgasm and die, and that would be great. Come and go, but 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 I also understand that there's there's and there's going to be at least one other person involved in that, and that's hor- that's horrible. Oh. I don't want to put that on somebody. I don't oh. want to, mm, yeah, I don't, yeah. Okay, so so you want so you want to come and go, but you don't want to have somebody murder you. Yeah, shag me to death. I don't Imagine want that. that. To happen. Yeah, who's who's uh, you know Mavis? You know up there. Have you heard about her? Oh, what what about her? Oh yeah, she uh, she shagged a guy. How to would death. you Mavis? How would you feel if you shagged somebody to death? Essentially, <laughs> I would I would be I would feel. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be a, a mix of like shock and a little bit like, wow, it was that good. <laughs> wow. I'm the dumb. <laughs> okay. Would that, how would, <laughs> how would that work in like a court of law? Would you? I don't are, know. Are you, I've thought that this so many times. What if, what if you actually shagged someone death, but what if you did it on purpose? What if you're an assassin and your thing was, they were like, how do you do it? Oh, I do it with a bit of, um, uh, you know, SARS. <laughs> SARS. <laughs> I think. 
I do it with a bit of poison. Oh, I do it with a knife. Well, I grind their pelvises into dust. <laughs> I mean, if you could do that, like, kudos to you. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would. If that was your tried and tested way of killing somebody, <laughs> that's amazing. So, but what would you do in your circumstances? I mean, would you... If there was a service, I'm really interested now. If there was a service and it was like, we will shag you to death. Mm. And you're like, mm, do you know what? I'm getting on a bit. I feel like I would just still like to choose who that person was. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, because really, ultimately, when it comes to sex, <laughs> when it comes to sex, like, yeah, like people say to me, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really prudish. I just think you're not. You just haven't met someone who you're really, really sexually attracted to. Oh, so you'd want to be attracted to them? Yeah, I'd want to be attracted okay, to them, see, otherwise I, it's not that fun. No, I, I saw it a different way. I thought, right. because you're thinking, definitely going to die, mm. right? Definitely going to die. I want it to do it to somebody I really don't like. So actually, you could have a full setup, okay. and you could be like, oh, do you know, I know oh, we, God, we didn't really get... Cruel. I know. We didn't get on so well in the old days, but I want to make up, and you know, I've always really fancied you. And, please, <laughs> yeah, let's have makeup sex. And then they will forever have it on them. That's so cruel. <laughs> And they will always be yeah, the Mavis. Yeah, I wouldn't they do it. Be- <laughs> God, who would I choose? Oh, you, you, you There's going to be so many people who I hate probably by the end of my life. Really? I'll just keep a tally. You are quite hateful though, aren't you? No! <laughs> I'm full of love. I'm full to the brim of love, Paul. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, okay, yeah, I see where where you are coming from from both sides. So you could have sex with someone and it'd be a really enjoyable thing. Or you could put that on somebody and then they could live with the fact that they kind of murdered you. Yeah. How the hell did we get to this? It's me. It's yeah, with me. Your... It's me. <laughs> how you would want to okay, die. Okay, how would you like to die? I think it really depends. I think this really, really... Terrible really... answer. I know... Okay, come on, tell me how you... See, like I like... I, saw, I heard it once on TV, and so it was it was the greatest thing, but it really gets you thinking. And it just said, well, clearly anybody who wants a normal, you know, to, to die normally, they've never heard the term drug-fueled sex orgy. Mm, sounds great. Now, that, <laughs> in, in normal life, I'd be like, oh no, that sounds that sounds terrifying, mm. right? I, I'm... I'm I, it just, everything about that just sounds wrong to me. Drug, Even, fueled, sex, orgy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> orgy, that alone, that gives me palpitations. Because I'm thinking, no, no, I, I don't have enough hands. I don't have enough hands <laughs> for an orgy. No, just just keep away. I'd feel awkward, yeah, right? okay. So, but I think if you're at the end, you're like, sod it. Yeah, why not? But what I want, so I don't think, I don't know if it would be that, but what I really want though is I want to be that guy you know, who... Mm. Oh, what, Uncle Paul? Do you know which one? Oh, you know oh, Uncle Paul. Infamous Uncle Paul. Yeah, he's the one who, <laughs> who died with 15 <laughs> ladies around him. Legend. Um, well, or, that's a lot of boobs. Yeah. That's a lot of boobs. Or, you know, but honestly, I, I don't know. I actually haven't given this as much, as much thought as I probably should have <laughs> if I'm going to ask you. But there is something, something quite appealing in the idea of... So I want skydive. Steph, I've never skydived. I really want to skydive. And I think if you know uh, I'm going to die tomorrow, mm. I want to take back a bit of control of that and go, no, no, I'm going to go, go on my today. own terms, right? <laughs> yeah. So I really like the idea of, of skydiving. 
uh, and you're there with with all the people that you know, and maybe the people that you don't like. This is the other way you can get them. You can get them. Go like, oh, let's let's reconcile all those, those problems. Get all together. We'll go skydiving and uh, get one of them to. Oh, that's what you do. Get one of them to pack your parachute because you know that's the ultimate thing of trust get them to pack your parachute and then when you're going down go to pull the cord you're like (laughs) it won't pull now it probably would but you know you know you're not really pulling it because you know you want to go out in a with a bang so you're like what and and there'll be a split second point when you catch each other's eyes you're like oh my god lucifer is waiting for you and they know they've killed you and they have to sit, it's much like yours. We are the same person, but <laughs> we have much different same. ways of going. But then, <laughs> and then it depends on where you land as well. What if you land in a, in a school? Like, oh my God, why would you do that? Jam everywhere. Oh. Or in a zoo, actually. No, I'd want to land in a zoo. Or Bristol Zoo. Uh, feed the animals. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. And then, <laughs> what I want is, uh, this bit actually I have thought about. For the send-off, I would like a Viking burial. Now, do you know what a Viking burial is? Isn't that something to, it's something to do with boats? Yeah, so a Viking burial is where they used to put you in a boat and they'd set you out into, into the sea and they'd fire an arrow out um, onto the boat. But the arrow okay. was flaming, so it would yeah. set the whole thing alight and it would float away. Right. But what I would want, in fact, yeah, that would be one option. What I'd want is I'd want that, except I want the boat lined with fireworks, <laughs> which is really nice. And that'd be fun. <laughs> But in the UK, at least, Viking barrels aren't legal, so you can't do them because probably a fire risk, you know, out at sea, such a risk. (laughs) What I want to do is when I die, I want my best friend to feed me popcorn kernels, (laughs) right? Put them right down inside me, stuff me with popcorn kernels. So then when I go and get cremated... (laughs) for God's sake. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to be cut, but you're going to be jam. You need to pick one. Oh, you need to pick one, okay. you awful human. Well, clearly I need to give this more thought. <laughs> okay, so that was our first podcast of Sex, Death and... That was an interesting ride. It was indeed. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go half of those things. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. If you like this, please share. And we will be doing more podcasts over the next couple of weeks. So we we need your help. Mm. We want you to help us spread the word of this podcast because it's brand new. But the more people who listen to it, the more reason we have to keep doing it. So mm. please share it far and wide. And, and if there's anything on it that you want to hear from us, if there's anything that you think we should be discussing, please let us know. <laughs> you can find Steph and I in the usual social media places. Indeed. Like Twitter, Facebook. Grinder? What? <laughs> 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 Should we do that again? <laughs> no, I like it. Leave it. <laughs> nice. Cool. It was wonderful speaking with you. Very nice speaking with you. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> I like that. It's funny.